Um, our goal is to be the number one podcast in the world. Our goal is to inspire people to find their purpose. We're going to have a state-of-the-art bliss seekers compound. It's going to be a studio. It's going to be a full gym. It's going to be a kitchen with a chef. You know, we're going to have like a, a great outdoor space. Maybe it'll be close to nature, like the best equipment. Like we're, we're going to be worldwide. Welcome to the Bliss Seekers podcast. This podcast is intended to inspire people to discover their true purpose and follow their bliss. We're on every single major platform. Check us out in the description. We have links to all of that. Make sure you like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, all that stuff. Thank you so much for tuning in and enjoy the show. All right. Welcome back to another episode. Well, today is just going to be our Bliss Seekers. We have Joe and Hotem. So introduce yourself. You Joe. already know it's Joe. That's J-H-O. Welcome, everyone. Hey, this is Hatem. Welcome, guys. Yeah, so welcome. Today, we're just going to have a conversation with uh, with your Bliss Seekers. You guys will get to know us a little bit more. And, you know, we're just going to talk about some things going on in, in the world and in life. And, uh, yeah, so enjoy the show. Um, so, yeah, let's get right into it. I know a lot of things are going on right now, guys. <laughs> yep. Uh, we, have, um, we have a president, right? Whether you like him or not, he recently got uh, the Roro. The Roro. The Roro. The Roro. We cannot the ro -ro. say. The Roro. 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 Your boat, right? <laughs> he got the Roni Rona, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he, he got sick and, um, you know, it seems like he's doing better now. Um, he looks healthier, man. Yeah. Well, it was kind of weird because, like, whenever he's, when I, I don't know, like, we're, we're going to talk about, like, conspiracy theories and how do you think whatever um but when i when when he would be speaking on his instagram or his his uh his videos it kind of it kind of felt like he was out of breath i don't know if you guys noticed that i don't even watch him so yeah. i don't know you guys will have to show me well there you go later she doesn't know i don't know how, did you did you well i i heard about it but i don't watch the videos so yeah, actually speaking. i have i have him on uh, snapchat so yeah. um, i watch his you videos. follow him on snapchat he's on snapchat <laughs> yeah he is oh wow yeah everything he does i think he just uploaded to snapchat mm -hmm. yeah and because i don't i don't use snapchat a lot i have only few uh, people on snapchat yeah so he's one of them and yeah he he was he he said he is sick so like it's normal like to like yeah. He cannot breathe well. Yeah, and then right. you know, this this virus is attacks the uh the lungs. Mm. Yeah. So um I don't know. Maybe he's sick, maybe he's not. Of course we never wish anything bad on anybody, especially yeah, um true. the president. But um we're gonna talk a little bit about a couple sides of it, right? But I don't know. I, from what I saw is um from what he normally how he normally speaks, it seemed like he was more out of breath. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, it could always be uh, an act. It could always be like, you know, um, he just did cardio before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what no, if he smoke a lot of cigarettes? I don't think he did any cardio. <laughs> it doesn't look like he's done cardio <laughs> in a long time. Yeah. Right. Uh, it was funny. I was watching the Trevor Noah show. I don't know if you guys know yes, Trevor Noah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I know. The Daily Show. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, I love Trevor Noah. He's hilarious. Right. He's like he said that that um, the Roni Rona's Tinder profile is like. I'm looking for a 74-year-old male who doesn't eat vegetables. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and bam, there you go, right? Uh, just kidding. Anyways, uh, not really. So, yeah. So, I mean, um, it's kind of funny. It's kind of crazy. Like, you know, obviously 2020 has been a, a unique year. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of, kind of interesting, crazy 
I don't know, conspiracy that the timing of it all, you know what I mean? Like, you know, he just had a debate with uh, Biden and obviously that was a mess uh, for both parties. Right. Um, and, um, and then all of a sudden, a couple of days later, <laughs> bam, you know what I mean? Um, what do you guys think about that? It was like a couple of days. It's just like one day after the debate. Was it? It was like one day. It was pretty quick, right? Yeah, he was like making fun about Biden, like wearing the biggest uh, mask, you know? Yeah. And second day he said, oh, I got the virus. Yeah. And to be honest, my first reaction when I heard like he said he got the virus, I was, no, you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I didn't believe it. Yeah. I'm with you on that yeah, one. Like, like, no way. Because... It just seemed like too quick, like too weird. Like, and then I, I heard that on Twitter, it wasn't like the national press that released it. You would think it'd be top secret. Like exactly. only, only like the major press would get it. Yeah. But I, it was like an NBA <laughs> reporter who reported it first, like literally like right as Trump was posting it on Twitter, an NBA reporter posted it. So anyways what do you guys think out there leave it in the comments is it real did he get sick is it a conspiracy because let's talk about that real quick like we're not taking sides here but we're just we just like to to bring up like you know different ideas and like so what what let's let's look at the other side like if he did it on purpose right um how could that help right now well number one it could delay uh the election possibly mm -hmm. could have gave him it could give him an excuse but then maybe that's not true because he's supposedly healthy already, right? Like, yeah, they say it usually takes people to be in quarantine for 14 days. Mm -hmm. And this guy's already out there with no mask, like, like walking around saying, you know, I feel great. Like I got all this medicine. I heard it's kind of like a plot to boost the pharma drugs, mm -hmm. like to get everybody to want to take vaccines and stuff. Because or like the drugs that we have, because like, look at me, I got sick. I'm 70 something. I don't eat vegetables and I'm healthy two days later. I'm back to work. I'm I'm this. Uh, I don't Did really, I mention what kind of medicine, what kind of drugs? He well, he to went him? to, I believe it was Walter Reed, which is like the number one military hospital in the United States. It's mm -hmm. basically the hospital of hospitals. Right. Mm -hmm. He did not mention what he took, but at least I don't know. I, I haven't seen it because I don't really watch too much of it. But supposedly he took this cocktail of like amazing drugs that you can only get there. And he's like fine after like two days. He was saying like that's available for everyone. And like he was saying like, don't be scared from the virus. We got like the best medicine out there. Yeah. And if you get sick and you go to the hospital, like you're okay. And yeah, that, that's, that's a little fishy to me. Um, but either way... Um, we have a very, very important election coming up, regardless of what side you're on. Like, we're not taking sides here. We're just trying to talk about each each end. Yeah. And if he did get sick, right? So then let's talk about what if he did get sick. Like, is that kind of like karma? Is it like, because uh, he was like the one that was like, oh, I'm not wearing masks. They don't work. Da da da. Let's say he did actually really get sick. So what's what's the, your your thoughts on he that? He attracted it point yeah. blank period yeah you attract it so that's true that's a good that's, point it's energy was, <laughs> yeah everyone was saying that's karma like this guy was talking about like not wearing a mask and like 
he like it seems like he didn't care about social distancing because like he have like huge conference yeah. with a lot of supporters around mm-hmm. him yeah and everyone like saying why you have also the supporters like you should be like just small room you know like yeah. limited people you know around you mm-hmm. so if he gets sick maybe that one of the reasons but. yeah he had just recently had something at the white house where it was all like his his staff and all the the people that help him out and yeah. like i think like 17 to 20 of those people were were diagnosed um mm. with the Roni rona so it's not just him mm. it was him his wife his like daughter her husband like every almost most of the people that were there mm. i mean someone got him the virus so yeah it's gonna be one of the surrounding you know one of his yeah. guys walking around him so the other side of the coin is he did he got it and now he's supposedly healthy right but they were also saying that um it was kind of irresponsible of him to like a couple of days after he he got sick he basically took the secret service and wanted to go out and greet his fans or his followers or whatever and that was kind of like crazy because he's still pretty much highly like contagious. Know, uh, yeah, contagious. That word. yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know why I forgot the word contagious. I was going to say infection. Infectious. Yeah, infectious, yeah. contagious, right? Mm-hmm. So anyways, um, well, that was something very unique. Uh, what do you think about it? Um, do you think it was true? Do you think he really got sick? Do you think he's still sick? Do you think he's just kind of playing it off to look mm-hmm. like strong? Um, do you think that the the medications that he was given at Walter Reed fixed them? Or do you think it's just some like conspiracy theory to throw like a wrench in the elections or promote like so that everyone will take the drugs that they're going to be selling, you know, to help his big pharma friends? Just one thing like I was thinking about, like if the president have this like disease, like they are saying like, like it's dangerous disease and uh, like the president of the united states has it why they didn't keep to the secret like this is mm-hmm. like really should be like top secret like right. not like announced to everyone like the president might die any yeah. second <laughs> yeah yeah so, and like, like, i don't know i was wondering about that well That's it seems true. really calculated and like also the fact that he got better he felt better after two days like most healthy people don't get better until like two weeks later yeah that's yeah. true yeah, so, I, I had a friend who got it. And she was 26, and <laughs> mm. she took her 10 days, basically. I mean, she was only sick for, like, maybe four days, but she had to be quarantined for, like, at least 10 days, you know? Mm. And, uh, the, uh, you know, POTUS was like, oh, I got these super meds, and I feel great, and I don't know. It's just a little irresponsible, I think, regardless of which side you're on. Um but yeah, it's crazy, right? I mean, 2020 is definitely, <laughs> this is definitely a, a unique uh, POTUS that we have, right? Mm-hmm. And, and uh, really, I think it's more because he's not a he's not a politician. First time in the history of the United States that a non-politician got the presidency. Mm-hmm. He's a businessman, right? Mm-hmm. He's a businessman. He's a reality TV star. He's a real estate mogul. He's a lifelong you know hollywood uh you know he just he's a personality right mm. so um of course you got to expect something different because <laughs> it's like you know like hotem y- your job requires certifications it requires an education it requires at least two years of experience that would be like me no experience no degree no clue what you do 
all of a sudden I got your job. And I'm like, yeah, those bowls look great. Let's do it, right? And the next thing you know, the building freaking collapses, right? It's kind of the same thing, right? Yeah. True. Yeah. So, so, you know, I think people need to just kind of realize that we don't really have a politician in office. We have a businessman. Mm -hmm. We have a celebrity. We have a, um, I don't know. Uh, it's just different, right? So he's not going to act like a politician. That's why he's all about Twitter and social media and, you know, because he's a former reality TV star, right? Mm -hmm. do, do you guys, did you guys ever watch the show or do you remember the show? Are you guys too young for the show? <laughs> I heard about it, but I've never watched the whole thing. Yeah. I watched him in WWF. Oh, WWE? He was there? Yeah. Yeah. What's he doing there? He like, they got him in there for like a play fight or whatever. He like fought play with fight? them. What? Yeah. Yeah. I don't even yeah. remember if he lost or won, but I remember he got slammed or something. <laughs> Yeah, he was talking shit with someone. I don't remember exactly, but like I saw him in that one. Mm. And also, I think Home Alone, he was like in that movie. No way. It's one of my favorite childhood movies. Was he in Home Alone? I don't think so. Yeah, like, I don't remember what's the name of the movie. Like, it was inside the hotel. Like, someone was asking for directions. Oh, and may maybe it was like the one of the two or three or whatever. Maybe, the maybe they were at Trump Tower or something. Yeah. Oh. I, I would say mm. that like he was like someone was walking inside his hotel and asked for direction and yeah, he you, asked you might be Trump right. uh, about the direction. I it was just like two seconds. I think he that just was want to yeah. be there. <laughs> I think it was Home Alone too. Yeah. Because I think that's where. Anyways, yeah, it could it could have been true. So, you know, it's funny. Uh, the show The Apprentice. Like, I remember I wanted to be on that show. Like, um, what's the show about? So it was like a reality show where you got a bunch of like ambitious, uh, driven people and you had to compete kind of like Survivor mm -hmm. to become Trump's apprentice. Like mm -hmm. he would teach you all about business and real estate. Like you get connected basically, you know. And, um, you know, at the time when Trump was just a mogul and a celebrity, right, like I, I kind of like I thought it was cool. Like I was excited because I was always like ambitious, you know, and I'm like, wow, imagine being mentored by a super wealthy, powerful celebrity mogul, you know. So I remember um, that commercial that I talked about in the previous podcast. And if you guys haven't heard about that, um, it's either uh, episode one or episode two. Um, I just go back. I believe it's episode one. I talk about a commercial I created in college. Yeah. Um, Anyways, I recorded over that VHS tape because this is how long ago it was. Uh, I think it was 2008. No, not 2008 because I was already divorced by then. I think it was 2005 or 2004. And uh, I recorded over my commercial to do a audition tape for The Apprentice. Wow. Yeah. And I remember because I lived in L.A. at the time and... Uh, my me and my ex-wife i was married at the time and we stood in line for eight hours whoa so imagine there was like there must have been a thousand people there mm -hmm. right all trying to uh you know get an audition so we stood in line for eight hours and then after eight hours i get to this round table full of a bunch of people and i had 15 seconds to give like a line like i don't even remember what they asked me they said like tell us why you should be on the show or something like that. And <laughs> I literally, I don't even remember what I said because I was tired from waiting for so long. And like, and then I 
well long story short i didn't i didn't get the didn't get the audition right but um it was a pretty popular show for many years right and uh and uh yeah so that's a good thing actually otherwise you will not be doing the podcast here like, be doing yeah the you will not be <laughs> i might be on on the, on the staff or something yeah you're gonna be in the white house <laughs> i might be part of some crazy administration who knows right yeah uh but anyways uh you know there's an election coming up mm-hmm. you guys are all gonna vote right you know um it's actually my first time voting that's right i just got my u.s citizenship congratulations, congratulations few weeks ago um you know Sweet. i've lived here like most of my life but i had to get my own that's crazy for my own so how long has it been that you lived here uh 20 years 20 years i've been here since i was 10 years old and finally mm-hmm. got your u.s citizenship yep Sweet. i was just lagging you know anyone out there who's thinking about it just go get it like asap apply for it and it's pretty cool that actually the day, the first time you actually get to vote is probably the most important election. <laughs> exactly. In your USA lifetime. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's crazy, right? Yeah. We're not we're not a political um, podcast, so we're not going to talk about who's going to vote for mm-hmm. what or whatever. Um, so let's just stay bipartisan here. But that's exciting. Yeah. Are you excited to vote? I am. I don't know. <laughs> Who to vote for yet? Yeah. But I'll do. It's okay, you know, well, we'll figure research. it out later. Yeah. Um, and it's not just the president; it's like a bunch of propositions exactly. and all that mm-hmm, kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. you definitely have to educate yourself. Yeah. There's that one about self-employed people. Um, so get rid of that law, H the H one B or something. Uh, anyways, they're trying to get they're trying to get rid of independent contractors in California. I think it's Prop Twenty Two, mm. I believe. So so vote. I think it's yes on that because. I'm self-employed. Like basically, what it means is like if you're a, if you're a rideshare driver, if you're like a DoorDash driver, if you're um, a insurance uh, license agent, like mm-hmm. I used to be, um, any type of self-employed business, real estate, they're not they're not going to allow you to be self-employed. You're going to have to become an employee. Basically, they're trying to get rid of that. Right? They voted for it. But the um, the financial services industry, mm-hmm. they're very powerful. So they they got they got, they they worked their way around it. Mm-hmm. But it really affected rideshare drivers, you know, like Uber and Lyft. Mm-hmm. So basically, Uber and Lyft were about to leave California. They're about to just be like boom, and we would have no Uber and no Lyft in California anymore. No. Yeah, because it was going to cost Uber and Lyft too much money to give benefits and all that stuff mm-hmm. to their employees. Oh, okay. So the driver's going to be an employee yeah. to uh, Uber or Lyft? Or yeah, you, you can't be an independent contractor. You can't make your own schedule anymore. They'll give you benefits and they'll give you hours, but it's not flexible. You're not, you don't work for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like you're now part of a, a W-2 mm-hmm. um, and you're paying like higher taxes. And I think it was ridiculous, like pretty much like, I mean, I I'm born and raised in California. I lived here my whole entire life, except for maybe one year I lived in Florida. But pretty much 41 out of the 42 years I've been alive, almost 43. So let's just say 42 out of the, I'll be 43 next month. And California's just, man, they're just messing up. Like, I mean, to be honest, like they're driving. First of all, it's really expensive in the Bay Area now. People are just leaving. Like there's a mass exodus out of California. Taxes are crazy high. Mm-hmm. And now they're trying to get rid of people to be able to be self-employed. Like, it's crazy, you know? And that was, to me, that was just a way for California to get tax money. Mm. Because if you're a W-2 now, they could tax you higher. Does that make sense? Yeah, instead of I-9, right? Yeah, instead of Mm -hmm. W-9. So 
on a W-9, you're self-employed, so you get all the money first, and then you pay your taxes later after you write everything off, mm -hmm. right? So you pay a lot less in taxes. Well, as a W-2, you're in tax brackets now. Mm -hmm. Hotem probably knows about yeah, that, right? So mainly, like, they, they deduct the tax before they give you the money. Like, yeah. every two weeks, they right. give their tax mm -hmm. already, yeah. like, 30%, 35%. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you cannot, like, uh, write off anything. Like, you're mm -hmm. an employee. You know. Yeah, so, like, you know, I always say, I mean, it's funny. I had a joke. I say, you know what W2 stands for, right? It stands for withdraw half <laughs> because before you get your money, they already yeah. take mm -hmm. half of it out, yeah. right? Uh, in, in taxes and the 401k yeah. and your benefits. And that's another thing. The funny thing is most people like a job because of benefits, right? Mm -hmm. Well, if you think about it, you're paying for your benefits. Mm -hmm. It's just coming out of your paycheck. They're not free. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like maybe there's one company that offers it for free, but most companies, you're not getting your benefits for free, people. They're taking it out of your paycheck. So like, you know, I've always been an, I've been an entrepreneur most of my life. I've been 1099 since 2006, right? So that's what, 14 years now. Uh, so I don't, I don't even remember W-2. I don't think I'll ever be on a W-2 anymore because, I mean, you just get killed in taxes, especially if you're like me, divorced, no kids. Like I'm a, I'm a prime candidate for them taking all my money mm -hmm. right but the way it works on a w-2 is they take the taxes out before you get paid mm -hmm. the way it works on a 1099 you get paid and then you pay your taxes after and then you get deductions and write-offs and all that kind of stuff so so anyways it's in a very important election uh congratulations joe your first you. election mm -hmm. you get for the first time in your life you get one of those little i voted stickers right i don't want it <laughs> you don't want it <laughs> what about you Hatem? are you able to vote yet no not yet oh shoot I, right. i'm gonna be watching yeah and it's gonna yeah. be interesting though it's a fun show right yeah. uh so you've seen basically two presidents right since you've been here 2010 yes so you were here for with obama and then you're here with with uh trump yeah, actually, mainly like I was surprised, like the way how it was like when they uh, when they elected Trump. Yeah. Like, cause before the election, like you know, like you have two group like kind of fighting, you know, yeah. over who's gonna be the president. And I thought once they elected like Trump, like all Americans just gonna be like go around him and like work together, support him, yeah. support him, work together. And then like what I saw last four years, like. It's still like two groups fighting like yeah and like there was no like unity like i was surprised that so because i'm from syria and yeah. like we only have one president <laughs> for like, like tw 20 years yes and before him was his father for 40 years <laughs> <laughs> so the last 60 years has been one family controlling. one family mm -hmm. controlling so it was my first time seeing like two parties you know mm -hmm. right. like election and that so, and I was like, yeah, this is what I, was my reaction. Like, I thought after the election, everyone going to be, like, together and united, mm -hmm. you know, and working for, like, one goal, you know, like, helping, you know, the Americans. Yeah. But when I saw, like, all the fighting, even yeah. though, like, like, okay, like, Trump win, like, just... <laughs> yeah. Just accept it. Accept it, yeah, and work with him. This is what I thought it's going to be. So, just, I'm kind of worried about the next election. Like, if Trump win again, it's going to be, like, so much stuff going on. Yeah. Even if Biden, like, win. Yeah, it's, like, too intense. I don't know. This is how I feel. 
Yeah, the country's more divided than it's ever been, to be honest. And a lot yeah. of it has to do with Trump. You know, he, you know, they, I, I don't know if you guys saw the debate. They asked him to condemn uh, races, racists and white supremacists, and he, he wouldn't, you know. Mm. I was actually watching a special on Vice today, and they were talking about the Proud Boys, right? That's what they call it. basically the, a new um white supremacist group i guess you could say but they're called the proud boys they're not called the kkk or something like that but it's pretty close and it's in portland and they were like they were like protesting and they had guns and like it was pretty crazy right um but anyways um like i said we're not we're not we're not choosing sides here but the the fact of the matter is that the country is more divided than it's ever been at least in my lifetime right like i i went through uh reagan i went through uh the first bush then i went through clinton then i went through um second bush <laughs> little bush mm. bush jr and then i went through obama and now trump right so even with the first two bushes right who are very republican the country was still kind of united like you said you know like reagan was a former actor too i think you know reagan was the last president that was kind of like trump a celebrity right he wasn't really a politician he was an actor mm. and but he was actually a pretty decent president you know i mean every president has their good and bad and then I, and then i lived through clinton and you know economically i believe clinton was the best president for this country because when Clinton was in office, we had a surplus, which means we had no national debt. So this is in the 90s. Our country had no debt. We actually had extra money. So we didn't owe China everything. We didn't owe a lot of countries. We weren't in debt. We had savings. Right? You know, I come from the financial industry. and We're all about saving, right? Not debt. And then after Clinton came the rest of the mess that happened, which is you know w and we went from no debt to trillions so i think we were we went from no debt to like a couple trillion like two or something like that which is a big jump from zero to trillions right yeah but now we're like almost like 27 trillion dollars in debt so in 30 years we went from a surplus and all the millennials are like, they don't remember any of this kind of stuff. Because I yeah. don't. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I'm learning right? right now. The millennials are like, what? You know, the Z's <laughs> like, huh? You know, uh, the Z's are like, Bernie. Um, but um, we went from a surplus. This country used to be good financially. Mm -hmm. Like we used to have savings. We didn't owe anybody anything. We were respected around the world. That's another thing, by the way. Before the first, the, before the second Bush Jr., before the obviously the Iraq war and 9-11 and all that kind of stuff. I traveled to Europe and Americans were cool. Like if you just traveled to Europe, I can't speak for any other countries because I didn't go to anywhere else, but I would go to Europe and I'd say I'm American. And all of a sudden it was like, I was cool. Like everyone was like, wow. Like, you know, especially the ladies, which was a, a plus, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's an easy way to pick up. I'm American. Ah, you know, um, and then I went back after Bush. To, so I flew to Sweden because my ex-wife is from Sweden. Mm -hmm. I met her in 2002, right? Um, which basically was one year after 9-11. And I flew to Sweden to visit my friend. And we met her. We fell in love, all that kind of stuff, right? So I went back to Sweden in 2003 or the end of 2002. 
and I flew to Sweden the day Bush declared war against Iraq. The day he declared war, I was flying all the way across the world to Sweden. Mm-hmm. Now, I've never been the type of person that lets circumstance affect me, right? Like, I'm not, I'm not going to live in fear, you know? Uh, obviously, it was, it, was, it was kind of freaky, though, because every airport was empty. Right? I was like pretty much like the only one traveling it felt like, right? Yeah, so, I mean, I wasn't really scared for my life or anything, but I just, the first time in my life, I actually felt ashamed to be American. And I, I actually really felt like bad for, you know, just everything that was going on. Because I saw it, I saw it from the world's view, you know? I didn't see it from the United States where the media would pump it up and make us look good, you know? Um, but yeah, it, it's the most. It's it's, uh, it's probably one of the most unique, um, life changing and mind altering experiences I've ever had. That was pretty nuts, right? Um, but uh, but yeah, so I've been through that, and then you know, obviously, after Bush Jr., then we have Obama, which I think was an amazing president, right? And people, whatever you agree or disagree, but. He was a true leader, right? A uniter. Like he ran on hope. That was his thing, like hope. He's compassionate. Compassionate, mm-hmm. leader, intelligent, eloquent, right? Um, and it's funny. <laughs> I think it was Chris Rock. He's one of my favorite comedians. He goes, Bish, but Bish. <laughs> he said, Bush messed up so bad, he made it hard for a white man to run for president, right? He's like, he messed up so bad, he made it hard for a white man to run for president, right? So, like, it's crazy. Like, the country was just sick of it. Like, they just wanted change, mm-hmm. right? And and I think that's the main reason that, one of the main reasons that Obama won was he was different. He brought hope. He brought change. And uh, and that's, that's how he won. And then now I've lived through Trump, right? And... Um, you know, like I said, we're not political, but let's just say that, you know, I, I agree with Republicans on some things. I agree with Democrats on some things, but I don't agree with dividing the country. I don't agree with racism and I don't agree with um, destroying the, the planet mm-hmm. to get yourself richer. You know what I mean? And that's what I see that's going on is the administration that's in power now does not care about climate change. They don't care about uniting the country they care about there's a certain agenda and it's not about republican because i'm a business person like i've been an entrepreneur as a as a business person entrepreneur you should be a republican to be honest because it's all about taxes that's why wealthy people love republicans because they lower taxes right and uh and you know the middle class and and poorer people they like democrats because they raise taxes on and, and but then they you know there's more social help you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, but I mean, like I said, like, you know, I, I agree with the Rep- Republicans on some things and the Democrats on some things, but I don't agree with what's going on now because I don't believe you should destroy the planet to get richer, you know, and I see that's what's going on right now. But anyways, we might be getting a little too political, but I'm just saying, like, it's pretty interesting what I've seen in my 43 years of life. Like, I've seen, was it how many presidents? Uh, Reagan... That was probably even Carter when I was a lot when I was a baby, you know, Jimmy Carter. Who was was Jimmy Carter before Reagan? I don't know. You guys don't know. I'm asking you guys, <laughs> no. you guys are both immigrants from different countries. You're like, huh? Carter? I wasn't even alive. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm aging myself, but hey, I look young, right, guys? Um, 
And uh, yeah, so I've I've seen maybe the beginning of Carter, Reagan, the first Bush, and then that was Desert Storm War, another war in the Middle East, right? And uh, and then uh, Clinton, who made everybody peaceful and made the country like good financially, and then second Bush, who another just rich kid who didn't know how to basically run anything. And uh, but actually, Bush Jr. looks like a great president compared to what's going on right now you know what i mean uh and then i saw uh, uh, uh obama and now trump so just talking about the debate like um so when someone watched the debate from other countries like they were like one of those gonna be the president you know yeah. the way they were acting yeah so i'm just wondering why like this there's no like other options you know in the united states why only these two options that's a good question so the way it works is well the united states has been dominated by two parties for forever right there's the, the democrats and the republicans so the way it works is you have a bunch of candidates on each side right yeah. and they all battle it out mm -hmm. and then eventually each party picks the one that's going to represent them mm. right so that's how it works, right? So, um, you know, the Democrats had Bernie Sanders and Kamala Harris and all these people, right? And then it whittled down to they chose Biden, right? Mm -hmm. And then obviously the Republicans had a couple of people, but they all chose, they sticking with Trump mm -hmm. because he's the current president, right? Mm -hmm. They choose like, is like a voting like for the public or is just between them? Like, just between the parties, between mm -hmm. the, not the people. The people vote at the end. Right, right. Okay, but it, but it. it's the parties that pick the, the person, right? To present them. Yeah, okay. to present them, yeah. Okay, so like, let's say we're all part of one party. I'm not going to say which one. And we're all battling now. We do our little debates. And then at the end, we all go, you know what? I think Joe would be the best, is our best chance of winning. Mm -hmm. So we're going to pick Joe because Joe has to beat the other person. And she gives us the best chance of winning. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Right? Yeah, 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 that makes sense. Because in the end, whether you're Republican or whether you're Democrat, they all lie just to get into office. They say they're going to do all the stuff and they don't do it anyways, right? They just do whatever they need to do for their agenda, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, so yeah, I mean, we have a very important election coming up, you know, and uh, in, it's crazy too because we're in the middle of a pandemic. Mm -hmm. So th yeah. there's not going to, I don't know if they're going to do polls, like where people go to vote in person because um, that's going to be a, just a mess, mm -hmm. you know? How do you protect people? Like, what are you going to social distance? Like, um, so there's going to be a lot of mail-in voters. Mm -hmm. And then that's what they're saying that the current administration was trying to screw with the post office. Cause guess what? How do you mess with the election? Well, if, if most people are going to mail by vote mm -hmm. and the vote can't get in because they shut down a lot of stuff or they mess with the, the post office has no money to operate. Right. Well, that's a perfect way to, you know, try to mess around with the election. So, I don't know. It's a pretty, uh, pretty important election. Regardless of what side you're on, um, you need to get out there and vote, you know, because, you know. Educate yourself. Educate first. yourself, right? Yeah. Like what I'm going to do. And so. don't, just, don't just vote because you believe in something. Like, that's the dumbest thing to do. Actually, educate yourself mm -hmm. and, and vote because it's going to benefit you, right? But here's the thing. And I always tell people this, like, California is a democratic state. What does that mean? It's always going to be Democrat. Mm -hmm. So there's something called the Electoral College. Yeah. And I don't know if you know this, Hatim, but every state 
counts as a certain number of points, mm-hmm. right? So like last election, Hillary won the popular vote. Yeah, I remember that. Which means she had more votes than Trump. Mm-hmm. But Trump won the electoral college, mm-hmm. which means he won the points system. So, for example, like California, let's say it counts as 40 points. But Minnesota counts as 30 points. Florida counts as 30 points. So when you add those up, that's who wins the election. So what happens is California doesn't determine the election. Mm-hmm. Florida do, Florida usually is all Republicans. So Florida usually goes Republicans. California goes Democrats. It's Ohio. It's Michigan. It's Wisconsin. It's all these middle states that are kind of on the fence mm-hmm. that that actually determine the vote i'm not saying that your vote doesn't matter in california but california always i mean since i've been alive it's been a democratic state Mm -hmm. what does that mean it's going to be majority democrat like no matter what this will be a democrat so the votes will go to the democrats right the points will go to the democrats now if the democrats ever lost california that would be a huge blow because it's always been democratic right um so really this election is going to be won in ohio in michigan in wisconsin in those states that are kind of on the fence right Mm -hmm. like those are the ones that went for trump this time when usually some of them were were uh democratic right so that's why hillary lost because she won most of the votes if it would have just been on the on the total amount of votes hillary hillary won but it's not how it works it's a pretty messed up system i think like it's a pretty broken system uh, but yeah, so I've always say that, you know, Demo- California has always been a democratic state. So regardless of what you vote in California, it's probably 99.9% going to go to the Democrats, right? Um, but we really have to, uh, whoever, whichever party you are, it's those, it's those swing states, they call them, the ones that can swing back and forth. Those are the ones that really are important in this election. And Trump's the, Trump took those last time, right? Because he promised that he was going to give them jobs. And he said he's for the working man. And he's for America. He didn't do any of that stuff, <laughs> right? But, uh, but you know, he got the vote last time. So, anyways, it's a very important election. Um, go out and vote. I think it's November 3rd, right? <laughs> that's Is that your birthday? That's one day after my birthday, <laughs> right? So... Go out and vote November 3rd, um, and uh, regardless of who you're voting for, just vote, and uh, let's see what happens, you know? Um, it's going to be very interesting, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's talk about it's going to be a circus, they're going to delay it, they're going to make all... Like, they're saying that we're not even going to really know who won for like a month later. Why is that? Because they're going to mess with everything. They're going to say, oh these votes didn't count or we didn't receive the votes. Like, I hope this is not correct because usually we find out who won that day, right? Mm-hmm. I think because like you're going to be voting by mail. Like yeah. it's, it's going to take longer like to just go to count, to count yeah. and some of the the vote like get late or I don't know how it, it works. But Yeah, and that's why that's why they're messing with the post office. The post office almost went out of money. So if the post office doesn't have money to operate, mm-hmm. that's going to delay the votes even more. Does that make sense? Yeah, but mm-hmm. it should be like there's a budget, you know, for the There is. for the yeah, but, election, you know. But the administration cut it because of the pandemic. They ran, they were running out of money. Mm-hmm. So it should have been in the stimulus package. 
Mm. Like in the stimulus, they're supposed to get the post office money so that they can survive, right? Because of what's been going on. Because they've still been working. Yeah. But the money's it's not the economy's like not the same, right? Mm -hmm. So the big issue, and I don't know a lot about it. I don't, some so I probably don't even know what I'm talking about. But I heard that they didn't want to give the post office money, and that would have affected all the mail-in votes. I think they finally gave the money. Like they finally did, mm. but they, it's already done some damage, right? It's already kind of messed up. So anyways, go out and vote November 3rd, whichever party you're for, go, your vote counts. You know, it's important. Um, and uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, all I know is that, you know, the country's in a pretty bad situation right now. It's pretty fake because we have all the stimulus and all this kind of stuff, but we're in a mess, right? And um, hopefully um, whoever is elected ends up trying to do good and fix whatever's there, right? Um, because the way it's going now, it's just going to get worse. Anyways, take a deep breath. <sighs> By the way, guys, I'm out there. Loose. Yeah, that's that, that's how you um, when when the energy gets a little stale or a little kind of tense, that's how you make it more positive. All right, so let's talk about um, being a tourist in your own state because yes. that's one of the things that the Bliss Seekers are all about. We are going to obviously we have a YouTube channel that has a podcast, but one of the things we're going to do is uh, we're going to start like a show, like a travel. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we're going to have a lot of travel vlogs. Uh, about being a tourist in your own state because right now obviously travel is a little <laughs> it's a little difficult you know it's funny because um obviously hatim you have a syrian passport and you know that's one of the not the best passports for travel because you can't get really get into a lot of countries well guess what it's now better than an american passport our passport now sucks because nobody wants to let americans into their country because we're like the highest rate of covid infections that they say our passport now ranks with like syria and all these other countries that are like you know they can't go nowhere so if you're an american that passport used to be pretty cool because you can go a lot of places now you can't go anywhere so we decided to pivot right and we're gonna start traveling our own state because it's true i grew up in california my whole life i probably haven't seen 90 percent of what california yes yeah, same there um so and probably you out there listening whatever state you're in i guarantee you you haven't thought of being a tourist in your state you don't, you're not like hey let's go tour my own city right mm -hmm. it's kind of like human nature i don't know what it is but pe people don't explore their own city you know they want always want to leave and go out of their city or out of their state mm -hmm. so um we want to show people uh, how to be a tourist in your own state right and by the way that's patent so don't try to steal it from us um and we're gonna do vlogs and we found a beautiful beautiful place literally like 25 minutes from where i live here in campbell california um you guys live in the san francisco area so it's probably like about an hour and a half but it's called the fern river resort in felton california right and it's like a beautiful like because see i'm i i like nature but i'm not really a roughing it guy mm -hmm. Like, I like more glamping than camping, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, instead of staying in the tent, I stay in the cabin, you mm -hmm. know, because the cabin has a kitchen, it has a bed, it has TV. It has no bugs. No <laughs> bugs, right? Like, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so I'm not going to get, like, bugs crawling around and, 
you know, all that kind of stuff. In your shorts. In my short shorts, right? <laughs> well, these shorts, shoot. Uh, anyways, I'm not wearing shorts. We're a podcast. I'm wearing fully clothed, right? I don't have no pants on, guys. Ha <laughs> ha. Just kidding. Right? Wearing slippers. <laughs> I'm wearing slippers. <laughs> hey, but that's the beauty of a podcast. It's all waste up, right? <laughs> Just kidding. It's like Zoom. Uh, so anyways, uh, I found this beautiful place called the Fern, Fern River mm-hmm. Resort mm-hmm. Motel in, in Felton, California, which is between uh, Los Gatos and Santa Cruz, mm-hmm. right? beautiful place like you can rent cabins they have studio cabins all the way up to a cabin that holds like six people there's like a beautiful river that you can walk down to about two minutes from the cabin uh it's right next to henry cowell state park which is the redwoods so you can go on a bunch of hikes uh there's the garden of eden which is like a another river that you can swim in which is about 10 minutes away 10 minutes away walking or driving driving okay maybe not 10 minutes maybe like five minute drive you drive up to the ox trail it's mm-hmm. another trail that's a little bit outside of the the state park but you just walk down and go down these train tracks and it's pretty cool because these train tracks are like a hun- hundreds of years old like 100 years no old way. Okay. like they're the ones where people used to travel to california wow. like those ancient train tracks mm-hmm. right and so there's probably so much history on those train tracks and then you walk down and you find this little thing and you can go and swim in the river and it's it's really like a a, a hidden gem you know and I, I i talked to the owner and i told her that we have a youtube channel and a podcast and i said we want to do a video of this i mean i lived here for thir- for i lived in the bay area for 42 years and this is the first time i learned about it did you tell her i'm a photographer yeah yes. i told her i have a team we're going to bring everybody and um, she's like, yeah, she's all about it, right? Yeah. So it's a family-owned thing. So uh, if you live in the Bay Area, especially the South Bay, like Los Gatos, San Jose, Campbell, man, this place is about 25 minutes away. So we're excited to do that. That's going to be our first show mm-hmm. of Be a Tourist in Your Own State. And thank you, Joe, for that. How did you come up with that, by the way? Um, I know it's not an original idea. I'll tell you that much. I think I must, I must have... Uh, Watch a documentary on, you know, <laughs> how to get excited with your life. Okay. <laughs> Be a tourist in your own city, in your own state. You know, just having that um, excitement and that curiosity. Yeah. It helps. It really helps. So it's like, you don't, I think I realized that I've taken Bay Area for granted mm-hmm. going up here. And a lot of people have moved in here. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a switch in me. And I was watching this video. So I'm like, oh. Why not be a tourist in your own state, in my own city? Exactly. You know, you can discover so much more. Yeah, and that's kind of the state of travel right now. Because, like, there's not real much international travel. Mm-hmm. I know Mexico just opened up, so I've seen people <gasps> go. To, really? Yeah, I've seen people going to Tulum, like, where I really want to go, Quintana Roo. Like, Tulum is, like, popping right now. Like, there's a lot of people going there because you can go to Mexico right now. <gasps> I want to go. You know, yeah. there's a cave, a selenite crystals. Oh, wow. A cave of it. Yeah, and in then they Chihuahua, have Chihuahua, Mexico. Okay. Like we yeah, go. so we definitely have to make some trips to Mexico, but yeah. but pretty much most travel that most people are comfortable with right now is mm-hmm. like within the area, like yeah. little staycations. So this is an excellent p- spot for a staycation, and we're definitely going to go back. I know you guys were a tourist in California recently. You went up mm-hmm. to Weed, California, and yeah. thirty uh, minutes away from Shasta. Mount okay. Shasta. So how was that? It was beautiful. Like the air is so much better. It's just all the energy. It was, it felt really good. It felt like, it felt like home, like spiritually and energetically, even though I've never been there my whole life. It was my first time. That's you awesome. Know? Just like being like in nature, like mm-hmm. it's amazing. Like, and since the quarantine, actually, 
I discover like more places than before. Really? Yeah. <laughs> what other places have you discovered? Even like, you know, I live in Pacifica. Yeah. And like, there's so many like areas, like hiking areas in Pacifica, I never know about. Yeah, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. Unless w once they say, oh, you guys are on quarantine, like, <laughs> yeah. And you cannot go outside. So I just went to nature. Like, I'm like an area, like clean air next to the ocean, mm. no one around me. Like, <laughs> And one of the areas, uh, Muscle Rock, mm. and even Joe, like, didn't... In Daly City. Yeah, she didn't know about it. Like, she oh. lived, like, 10 it. minutes away from <laughs> yeah. us. Yeah. I've never heard of Muscle Rock muscle either. Rock. By yeah. the way, this shirt says, only gains, not only fans. <laughs> so, it's yeah. all about only gains, right? Mm. But anyway, so Muscles. Muscle Rock. Yeah. Wow. Uh, it's a beautiful area. And mm -hmm. You can just... Uh, go like hike down to the it's like in the mountain like you park somewhere like in the mountain and okay. then you hike down to the ocean and there's like a cave actually like on the on the on the beach wow like you go inside the cave like it's so cool wow yeah that's pretty cool see guys already two beautiful places that we discovered within like five minutes or yeah. 10 minutes or mm -hmm. 20 minutes of where yeah. we live I mean, California is beautiful. Like, don't get me wrong. I know I was bashing California a little bit earlier, but I wasn't bashing it because it's not beautiful. I mean, I love California. I've lived in, I've been to Georgia, Florida, Texas, Colorado, um, Nevada, you know, Washington, Oregon. Uh, I've been to Wyoming, right? Nothing compares to California. As far as weather-wise, mm -hmm. as far as things to do, things to see. I know Utah's kind of a hidden gem. We're definitely going to make a trip out there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But nothing compares to California as far as the climate, as far as what there is to do. Like the food. Get, the food. Mm -hmm. I mean, you get all seasons, you yeah. know. So I, I love that part of California. It's just, you know, the financial part about it. Like, I mean, honestly, California is getting expensive. You know, it's like, especially the Bay Area. I'm talking yeah. about the Bay Area because I know there's some not expensive parts of california like if you're like in sacramento or central valley tracy Stockton. tracy yeah i'm talking about the bay area the bay area is pretty much get mm -hmm. rich or get out like pretty much right but i mean there's so many beautiful places and yeah you know that's probably one positive thing of this whole situation that's going on is that people have been have been inspired to be more active mm -hmm. like bicycles are like you can sell a bicycle for two to three times it's even worth on Facebook Marketplace right now because more people are biking, more people are out in nature. Hiking. Yeah. Hiking. I love walking. Walking, yeah. yeah. Well, one thing, sorry. One thing I want to add, what I would advise to someone who's like pretty bored at home, I would look up, search your own city and on Google and look up all the interesting places Yeah. and learn about the history and this and that. That's yeah. one thing I did. There's a lot mm. of like nice places like just around you like you don't yeah. you, you don't know about but just like you have to search mm -hmm. and like one of the areas I went in Pacifica I took a picture and I downloaded like to uh, Google Maps uh -huh. and just like few months it's got thirty thousand views. What for wow. like, where is it at? So you went viral. Yeah. A picture viral. Yeah, on uh, Google Maps. Wow. <laughs> what, where is it at though? In San Francisco? The you know where like we want to go like where the 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 horses no in Pacifica. oh okay i forget the name of the mm -hmm. area i went hiking there and like it looks like a lot of people like searching for like hiking areas yeah like, right now 
And it's got like 30,000 views in a few months. Okay, <laughs> we, you got to share that photo with us then. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, like I, I said before, and I have, we have a video about this, about what God told me about the quarantine. You guys can go back to our page and check it out. But it gave people time to stop mm -hmm. and smell the roses, like that quote, you know. But now they're smelling nature, you know, because before... You know, especially Californians, they're fast-paced, go, 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 work, kids, school, this, da, 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 da. They never took time to stop and actually just think, what's around me? Yep. You know what I mean? And uh, so kind of a blessing in disguise of this whole situation that's going on is people are able to stop. They're now exploring their own city. And by the way, if you don't know, just keep watching our channel because eventually you're going to have hundreds of videos of where to go in your own state. And we're going to check out other states as well. But yeah, I mean, it's a positive thing, I think. Or one of the positives that's come out of this whole situation is I believe people are more active. They're spending more time with their family. They're getting out in nature more. They're discovering their area more. Like RV rentals like skyrocketed because an RV, you, you, you kind of can be quarantined in your little RV. Mm -hmm. You can social distance. You can travel within the states. You know what I mean? So... Uh, I think that's a, that's a really positive thing, and uh, you guys have already discovered. I mean, well, yeah. Well, more importantly, is connecting with yourself, right? Yeah. Connecting with yourself in a different way where you ha you've never connected with yourself because you're so busy working yeah. two jobs. You know, hardly had a day off, which was me before quarantine. There you, go. Yeah. you know, and now like, you know, when quarantine happened, things got slower. And I'm like, man, I just want to create. I want to build. I want to contribute. And Isaac hits me up with a vision. Yeah. And here we are. <laughs> here we are. And that's crazy. Here yeah. we are. This is this is our ninth podcast. This is going to be our ninth podcast when it gets released. Um, but yeah, I mean, there you go. Yeah. And and Hatem, you mentioned that your photo, thirty thousand views. You know what that tells me? That this is your purpose. Cause how could it how could it go viral? It's just truth. To be honest, like when I have the picture there, I thought like no one gonna see it. Like I didn't have like in my mind I want to take the picture so it's gonna go viral. Like yeah. who goes viral in uh, Google yeah. Maps? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like not a goal, you know. Yeah. Like to, like I just like I like the area. It's a beautiful area, and I just want to share it. Yeah, that's like, beautiful. It's like very authentic. Like yeah. You don't even care like for the outcome. You just want to capture it and share it. Yeah, exactly. Beautiful. And, and that's what happened. Like a few months later, like I, I get, I got uh, today morning, I got like a message from Google Maps and uh, they saying you reach 50,000 views. 50,000 yeah. views. For like four or five pictures, you know. That's crazy. Can That's we share awesome. these uh, photos under the description? Is yeah, we'll, 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 we'll put links below. We'll yeah. somehow share with you guys. But yeah. If you want to share. Yeah, I gonna have. we can have it in the podcast. Just like show the picture. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. we'll we'll show you the picture on the podcast, but fifty thousand views for that's yeah, a, a lot. Few, yeah. few months, yeah. Wow, man, you know, Hatim, that just tells me like you're following your purpose, like you're you're on the right path, like mm -hmm. yeah. That's just a that's just a sign. The universe is saying, yeah, you're keep going, buddy. You're like you're on the right path. Just like I don't know if you guys have heard of that that skater uh, Cholo guy who just went viral, where he does the he's drinking. Uh, cranberry juice and it got 40 million views in a week 
Wow. What's he was doing? He was just skateboarding and because uh. he, he does TikTok videos. Uh, okay. He does a lot of TikTok videos and music and he had the song Dreams by Fleetwood Mac, which is I from, love that song. Yeah, from nineteen seventy seven. It's just like it's a it's a vibe, right? Like he's just chill, like skateboarding, looking around, <laughs> drinks ocean spray, and then he sings the song and that's it. <laughs> and that thing went viral, forty million views. He got like $10,000 in donations. Mm, He's now like instantly famous. Mm. 40 million views. Yeah. It got 4 million views in like seven minutes. Like I just remember my feed was full of this guy. uh, Looks like a a, a cross between a gangbanger and a skater. And uh, super cool guy, by Mm. the way. Um, Next thing you know, every every Instagram story had it. And I'm like, what is this, right? And then it's viral. He's been interviewed by like TMZ mm. and just like that. Huh? It was crazy, right? So he should be on our podcast. Basically. Yes. I think his name is Nathan Apodaca. Mm. He's from Idaho Falls, by the way. Mm. He works at a potato factory. He lives in a in a, in a mobile home he bought for $1,000. Mm. Uh, and uh, he had all these bills and all this debt and he was struggling. And but he would just post cool, funny like uh, TikTok videos, mm. and he's viral now. And next thing you know, his life is completely different. So can't wait till we go viral. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, but yeah, and he he even said he said I was just doing me. He was authentic. Yeah, he was authentic. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. And and that's that's it should be a lesson to all you guys out there. You know, just just do you. Like be authentic. Don't try to be somebody else. Just be you. Do you. Don't care what people think. And next thing you know, you'll go viral. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so we're definitely going to be going to back to the Fern River Resort. Mm. We're going to be going to a lot of places uh, in in our state. Rail and, bikes. Uh, rail bikes, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so if you guys have not heard uh, in Fort Bragg up in Northern California, there's a, there's a skunk train and rail bikes. So you can rent these like, bikes that are like two person bikes like four wheel bikes and you could basically ride along the train tracks in the middle of the forest and just have an amazing experience so we're definitely going to do that and you can i think you can also hop off the bike and you can go start hiking yeah so halfway through there's a there's a place where they get off and then they have like an hour and a half to eat lunch or hike or whatever so that's going to be exciting right Mm so so those will be our uh our next our first couple trips and uh but yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be awesome. So um, another thing that we were talking about earlier, but we have the holidays coming up, right? We have Thanksgiving, we have Halloween, we have Christmas, we have Black Friday. But New guess Year's what? Eve. Yeah, New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. We're in the middle of a pandemic. So let's talk about that. Because as for my experience, all of our family events have now been on Zoom. So there's been like birthdays on Zoom, baby showers on Zoom, a lot of baby showers, right? There's a lot of babies being born because of this this <laughs> pandemic, you know? Because mm-hmm. what is there to do but hang out and be quarantined with your significant other? A baby's probably going to happen, right? You know, they said they had the millennials. They're calling these the coronials, right? <laughs> so the coronials are, uh, are happening. So there's like baby showers left and right and... I don't know. What do you guys think? What do you think Halloween's going to be like this year? I think there's still going to be parties and gatherings, to be honest. You know? I agree. I mean, whether it's just your friends or a, a real legit party, people are going to dress up and have, have fun. Yeah. Be yeah. creative. 
I mean, like, a few days, like, on the weekend, I was, like, next to uh, Mission Park, mm. Dollars Park. Dolores Park, yeah. Dolores, oh, Dolores Park. Park, okay. And, like, it feels like there's no corona at all. Like, yeah. everyone just, like, gathering together, yeah. like. But that is outdoors, though. Yeah, but, like, still, like. You yeah, see, like, like, no social distancing. No social distancing. distancing. Mm. Yeah. They're like, oh, no, shoot, they I forgot. Have, they have a spot, like, each group, like, sit. Mm-hmm. But, like, each group is, like, 10, 15. And <laughs> it's they supposed go to be on, like, to, six, right? Yeah, and then they go, they talk to the other group and, like, everyone together. So, for Halloween, I think, like, young generation, they're going to party at home and having, like, 100 people at home. And be safe, guys. Just yeah. be safe. So, you know, <laughs> Halloween used to be the, the holiday that, I look forward to the most when I was yeah. young because yeah, it's like, I don't know how to say this. It's probably going to come out wrong, but national dress like a hoochie day. Like, like, like most, like there's either women that dress in costumes or there's women that pretty much are like running around half naked. Right. Yeah. So as a guy, yeah. we used to love it. Cause like it gave certain women, an, yeah. a, 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 like a pass. Like you can dress yes. pretty hoochie and no one's gonna judge you because it's Halloween. You know what I mean? So as a guy, my perspective was like, yeah. Well, <laughs> guys dress pretty hoochie too. Yeah, How about yeah. gay men? I'm but, sure. You know. Yeah, oh yeah. Especially yeah, especially <laughs> the gay men, right? Gay boys. It doesn't even need to be Halloween for That's that, true. right? Yeah. Um, you but see um, all your fantasy too. Yeah, it's like, like it's like your fantasies. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. How, enemy character. Whatever. I don't know how enemy many times character? I've uh, I've <laughs> met. Funny. Uh, girls that I dated on Halloween is like the sexy cat or the nurse. Anyways, so uh, so that used to be my favorite holiday. Not because I want to dress up because I didn't really care about dressing up, right? Yeah. I would always be one of those people that found a costume like the day of Halloween and I yes, just had yeah. whatever was left at the costume mm-hmm. store, you know? Um, but, you know, I agree with you guys. I think there's going to be some people that are not even going to care. They're going to have huge parties. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll see because that's another thing. It's flu season's coming up yeah. and all that, you know. Um, but uh, I'm just interesting to see how that goes. What do you guys think? Um, you know, leave it in the comments. You think, are you going to go to a Halloween party? Are you going to dress up? Is it going to be Zoom Halloween parties? You know, that would be kind of weird, like dressed up. What about you know? us? Why don't we have a Halloween party? We should. We should yeah. record uh, a podcast with our costumes Wait, on. There you go. Yeah. Actually, I'm trying <laughs> to get a, I'm trying to get a guest because Halloween's on a Saturday. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm trying to get a guest, a, a Halloween podcast, right? Okay. Have them uh, dress up. Yeah, but we should we should try to do that. Get a podcast and then also have like a little Bliss Seekers Halloween party. You know what I mean? Yeah. Have yeah. it safe, social yeah. distance, you know? vegan food <laughs> yeah i mean it's mainly you guys like yeah. i've been seeing like every week exactly. consistently yeah. so yeah. it's not a big deal no problem whatsoever I everyone's agree. healthy yeah so. i agree yeah. you know yeah so um yeah i mean we should have a a, a podcast and a, and, a, and a our first bliss seekers party you know what I mean? yeah on halloween and but no like i agree with you because you know you guys are pretty much besides you guys and you know pretty much you guys now um you know i want to build this like a family like I, it's not a business like this ain't business this is family like i want to is it called the bliss family the bliss the bliss nation <laughs> the bliss nation it's I a bliss bet. nation by the way and we want to have a huge na- uh, nationwide worldwide right um so we want to do things together because you know if you build a family you know this is going to only be successful because you know we're all we're all going to have each other's back and support mm-hmm. each other but that'll be fun right um are you guys gonna dress up? 
Oh yeah. Yeah, we should. I gotta, we, I gotta check out. online now. I gotta yeah. go online. What do, what what do you guys want to be this year? Like, what do you, any any ideas? I've always wanted to be a warrior princess. Okay. Like some kind of ninja warrior, female. Okay. You know, with a sword or there you like go. something like that. I'll Joe figure it out. Warrior princess. What about Joe you, Ninja? Joe Ninja. There you go. Warrior um, nun. <laughs> I'm I'm not sure yet, but like I don't want to be wearing something scary. Yeah. Uh, like something. Yeah. Something light. Warrior of light. Be a warrior light. of light. Yeah. All white. <laughs> All white, right? And a sword. <laughs> All white outfit and a sword. Yeah, that's a good idea. I, was, I don't know I what I want to be. Shoot. You know what? Um, actually, I'm not going to ask because by the time this podcast is released, I think it'll be Halloween like a couple of days later. You can surprise us or surprise yourself. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll yeah, see what I, what, we'll I, what, what, I, what I dress up as for Halloween. But... Um, I don't remember the last time I dressed up. When was the last time you guys dressed up? I don't remember. It's been years. Two or three years ago. But yeah. I'm always like a like a <laughs> ghost or like <laughs> in the black with, you know, the Scream movie. Oh, oh the Scream oh, movie. Scary you want to scare people? Yeah. Like scary oh, movies? I was yeah. a vampire. Remember, I had yeah. a ah, red... I like vampires. Yeah. I had a red contact lens on. Oh, cool. I could only have it for like two hours, two to three hours because it would... It would hurt my eyes. It was yeah. too drying. Uh, I, I I would love to put like crazy contacts, but I just my eyes are way too sensitive. <laughs> like I I don't even think I'd be able to put the contact in. But yeah, vampire is one of my favorite costumes. Mm, me too. Yeah. Um, I like the Dia de los Muertos. Like oh, I those pay, are paint my face beautiful. up and all that. Mm. I have a really cool picture of uh, me dressed up like that, and, like has crazy outfit on, and mm. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Mm. So we got Halloween, and then we have Thanksgiving. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Do you guys usually get together with your family for Thanksgiving? Um, family or Friendsgiving? I, I've gone through a lot of Friendsgivings yeah. gatherings, but now that I'm vegan, I don't know. That's how that's gonna work with Looks other like we might have with my seekers. other friends. So we might have a Bliss Seekers vegan Friendsgiving. There, there you, you go. go right? I'm all about I'll, that. I, you know, I made a really good vegan mushroom gravy like two mm. years ago. It was so good. I made it like for the, sit in the next six months nice. just to put on everything. Right. Uh, so yeah, we could have a, a vegan. Fr- what about you, Hatem? What do you usually do for Thanksgiving? Uh, usually, it's not big holiday for me. Okay, you're like my, I'm working. <laughs> yeah, because like uh, my family in Syria. Yeah, that's mm. true, huh? And I don't have like a big family here. Well, now you do. You have the Bliss yeah, Seeker family. If, if yeah. you if yeah. you want to be with us or you want to work, but you should be with us. Yeah. Well, uh, usually, I'm not working because like it's a holiday. Okay, yeah. I thought like, you would I don't be do working. Anything. Okay. Yeah. And, well, and you know, if it's not really a big deal to you like that, it's just like another day, like it's just a day off, you know exactly, what I mean? Yeah, because off. I'm not really like all about, because my family's all like gone, like my, my parents, not gone, like they're still here, <laughs> they're yeah, alive, yeah. but my parents live in Hawaii, so mm. obviously they're not coming here and we're not, I'm not going there, um, probably could go there, but I'm not going to go there, um, and they're older, so they have to be a little more careful with mm-hmm. travel, um, the rest of my family lives in Sacramento or the Central Valley. So if I want to spend time with family, I have to drive two hours. Mm. And usually I want to come back the same day. Does that make sense? Mm. Or I have to get an Airbnb and stay the night and come back the next day. Mm. So it's kind of like a big hassle for me like to go do stuff. And I do want to be with family, but if I do want to be with family, it's a four-hour commute or, or I have to stay the night and it's two hours each way. So I pretty much have been either with someone that I was dating or by myself mm-hmm. for the last couple of Thanksgiving. So I'm kind of like you, Hatem, it's just like mm-hmm. another day off, right? Mm-hmm. Or like 
you know, since I was in my previous company and we're like, entrepreneurs don't have holidays, you know, so I'd probably be working or whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. or, or, or the company would have a a company party and that would be like my holiday. Right. So, so yeah, I mean, who knows, maybe it's going to be zoom Thanksgivings with a lot of people that that'll be, I think that's kind of what maybe my family will do is like, everyone's going to do their own thing, but we'll all zoom in for like a couple minutes or whatever. And, but I don't know. It's, it's crazy. Like, these next few months, October, November, December, January, they're very important months. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, we have election. We have flu season coming mm-hmm. up. We have no stimulus yet. We have Thanksgiving, Halloween, and Christmas, and New Year's. Mm-hmm. Black Friday. Black Friday, mm-hmm. right? I mean, what what do you think Black Friday is going to be like? Are, are people even going to? gonna go to the stores like i I'm not, I always do my shopping online anyways me like, too i think it's I, ridiculous to just go out and fight with people for stuff yeah i honestly i mean you know it is a business right yeah they might have people you know like kind of like limited yeah um like customers coming in social distancing but i you, have a feeling they might do that instead of just everything online yeah but if you think about it like you're going to have people fight because, like, it's first come, first serve. So, like, they might be fighting a lot. Like, I, I don't know. It's crazy, <laughs> right? I have no idea what's going to happen. You've never been in a Black Friday shopping? Oh, I think I did, uh, like, many years ago. But, like, after after online shopping became popular, I, I, I do most of my shopping online. I don't know about you mm, guys. Same here. Clothes, mm-hmm. food. I mean, the only thing I really go to the store for is groceries, yeah. right? Unless I can get them online. Mm-hmm. Like, I get, like, you know, my supplements and you know, yeah. cinnamon and all that kind of stuff online, but like vegetables and well, pretty much vegetables, right? Uh, vegetables and, and nuts and seeds and all that kind of vegan stuff. Right. I get it. I have to go out and buy it, mm-hmm. you know, cause they, they expire and mm-hmm. you know, um, now I get my protein from my friend Lucas, uh, Satan express shout out to Lucas V gains, uh, Satan express. So I get my protein. It's pretty much like vegan meat they call seitan as wheat meat mm-hmm. it's made out of um um uh shoot i just drew a blank uh what is it hot Vi- vital wheat vital wheat gluten right vital wheat gluten so it's made out of vital wheat gluten and it has tons of protein and i have a friend who's a bodybuilder ibbf pro um and man each little piece of of seitan has 35 grams of protein so i get my Basically, that's where I get my meat, mm-hmm. my vegan meat, wheat meat, like Rosa, who was on our podcast uh, a couple podcasts ago, said mm-hmm. from um, California Vegan Food. I get my wheat meat from there, but uh, pretty much most of my shopping's online, and uh, so I don't. I definitely have not. I'm definitely not going to go out with crazy crowds fighting over stuff. So, like in Syria, we don't have Black Friday. Okay. Or maybe like we just have it like a few years ago. Okay. So when I first came here to United States, for me, like Black Friday was really fun. And I was waiting for Black Friday. Oh, really? And it's not like because I want to buy something cheap. It's just like the whole experience experience Mm. was fun. Like going like 12, you know, 12 a.m. at the mall and everyone outside. And it's like everyone waiting, you know, to get stuff. I don't know. Like I love the experience. That was like because my first time. So you did go to Black Friday. Yeah. Was it so last you were following your bliss. There you go. No, that was like when I first came here. Like, oh, okay. yeah. It was like five years ago, right. seven years ago. So oh. I used I used to go to Black Friday, uh, especially when I was in San Diego. Okay. We go to mall, I think called Great America. It's in the border with uh, Tijuana. Okay. 
Uh, that one like a huge mall mm. and like it's really crowded. Yeah. Mm. Go like 12 a.m. at the mall. <laughs> it's fine, you yeah. know. And any, I didn't any, have work. I didn't have no? jobs though, that time. I was a student. Sure. So it's fine. Uh, I didn't buy a lot of things because like even if you find something like good, you have to wait in line for like 30 minutes, an hour, two hours. And sometimes I was in the line and I say like, is it worth it to wait two yeah. hours for yeah. this? And then I just throw away and go <laughs> home. Like forget it. I don't want yeah. it anymore. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah, last five years I never went. Just I do yeah. online, everything online. So you got to experience though the American the experience, yeah. uh, event of Black Friday. Any yes. uh, interesting Black Friday stories? Um, you see any fights? No, actually, there, there was like no fights. Okay. It was fine. Like San Diego, really nice. Yeah, San Diego is kind of a peace, chill town. Yeah. yeah. Just like it's crowded. Like I like the crowd. Like mm-hmm. it's it, it feels good. Like, yeah. I don't oh. know. It's it's unique experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It definitely, I could see where it's unique coming from Syria. Like, yeah. what yeah. the heck is going on? Yeah, you like know? going to the mall at 12 a.m. Yeah. Because, like, you know, here, like, everything closed at 9. Mm. Yeah. And then, like, the day start at 12. And then, like, we was, like, shopping until more the morning, like, from 12 to 6 a.m., 7 a.m. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. That's for a long time. Yes. I'd be sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so I don't know. what uh, Black Friday is going to be different. Everything's going to be different. We have flu season coming up, and honestly, I think a lot of a lot of I don't know a lot of this stuff that's going on with our POTUS right now, our president. It, I think it's honestly to push the drugs, like the vaccines and all that kind of stuff, because um, you know how else do you get people to want to take a vaccine? You say, oh, the president got sick, and look at he's seventy something, and two days right. later he's fine, <laughs> right? What about you guys? Are you guys gonna uh, take the vaccine? Nope. Um, I believe in natural medicine, Me plant too. medicine, you know, they've been around for thousands and thousands of years before we were born, you know, pharmace- pharmaceutical drugs just came about maybe 200 years ago. Not really sure, but I, I believe in the power of uh, plant medicine yeah. and food is healing. Exactly. Good food. So, you know, they say this virus attacks people with weak immune systems. If you're plant based, you have a strong immune system. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, but I'm not going to take it. I mean, I heard that they're going to try to force you to take it. Like, I hope that doesn't happen because yeah. now you're talking about like. Uh, it's abuse. Yeah, like like mm-hmm. dictatorship. You know what I mean? Hotem probably has some experience with that <laughs> where they force you to do stuff in the yeah. country. <laughs> Any stories like that? Like we're about. They, they don't force like to do that. No, actually they do, I, I think. Like before you go to school, like you have to take five uh, shots. Yeah, we like, have that too. Like uh, immunization. Yeah, shots. yeah, yeah we have something. those too. Yeah, mm. but like other things they they haven't forced on the people. Like not like from like health wise, they don't like force us. They don't want us to be sick. That's a good thing, uh, at like, least. Jeez. Because you know, like the pharmaceutical companies in C are not very strong and the government paying for everything so the government doesn't have money yeah, like, they don't want you to be yeah. sick so they don't give you anything so. okay. did you take notes america we talk all and this crap about syria look at that they don't want you to be sick over there they want you to be healthy because they can't afford to take care of you anyways and like insurance stuff is not popular it's like i think like there's everyone like go to the hospital it's free in syria wow there's like no insurance so it's a little bit like socialism socialism yeah okay got it because like the same system with russia before uh, yeah uh, was syria part of the ussr 
they they was the end but like they kind of like influenced from them they have same uh, same system same system yeah oh, okay that's interesting are you guys close to, to the to the USSR or? yes yeah. what does that mean by the way SSR? so back so Russia used to be something called the USSR I don't I forgot what that stands for but it was a bunch of countries it was like a superpower right that's why the United States always was fighting with Russia because it was like they were fighting who was going to be the strongest company in the world I mean company strongest country in the world right and it was all about oh we have nuclear and da 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 and it was called the Cold War basically because it was almost like, you want some of this, huh? You want some of that, right? Like they were, they were fighting, but they were faking it, you yeah. know. Yeah. But what happened is, since I don't know, the, I mean, I, I probably don't know what the heck I'm talking about here, but it's something like that caused Russia to fall apart because they didn't have the financial stability to support them trying to beef up their military and everything to compete with the U.S. Mm-hmm. And they just ended up falling apart. So then all yeah. the countries kind of became like independent again. You know, they weren't part of this big Russian. Uh, I don't even know what you call it, but, um, but yeah. So it used to be the when the eighties it was called the USSR. Okay. Now you have like Russia and all these different countries, Chechnya and all that that yeah. kind of broke apart, and they're all kind of like their own countries. So yeah, like the system like was there like I don't know what they call it exactly, but like capitalism, like the like private companies mm-hmm. running everything. In Syria, like the government running everything. That's called mm. communism, I think. Communism. Mm. I'm not. It's sure. either communism <clears throat> or socialism, one of those two, or yeah. Marxism, because Marxism what came from Russia. Yeah, we follow Marx. Marxism. Yeah, okay, yes. so you guys follow the Mar- Marxist system. Yeah. So um, all schools free. The government okay. pay for all really? schools, like from mm-hmm. university, master degree, PhD, all for free. Wow. Wow. And for health, all, everything free. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. here in America, we have student loan debt just passed up credit card debt. Mm-hmm. You have people that have student loan mortgages. Yeah. They can't afford to get themselves taken care of because the health care is expensive. And then we trash other countries' systems, you yeah. know what I mean? I think uh, it's like just 10 years ago or 15 years ago, we started to have uh, private uh, schools and private hospitals. Okay. But like... Regular people, they just go like to the hospital. It's amazing. Same doctors, mm-hmm. they are in the hospital and in the private one and the government one, and it's everything is for free. Wow! And so it's still good, good healthcare and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Too. So they don't want you to get sick. They yeah. Are, they are paying the. You know, there's no insurance companies. <laughs> no, like. I guess that yeah. makes sense. You know, like if, if you're on the hook for the bill. Yeah. You don't want them to get sick, mm-hmm. you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Whereas in this country it's big pharma that controls everything. They want you sick mm-hmm. cuz they want you to be taking the medications. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a documentary called Fat Sick and Nearly Dead. I love that one. If you haven't watched it, go to Netflix and watch it. Is it still up there? I don't know. Um, but if it is, you should watch it mm-hmm. because they literally want us fat, sick, and, and nearly, nearly dead. dead. It's by Joe Cross. Yeah. Because guess what? If we're fat, sick, and nearly dead, we have to be hopped up on pills, and now they have a permanent client. Yeah. They have a forever client. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyways, um, so yeah. Uh, Just wh- other thing about the vaccine, like, I believe, like, we should work on our immune system, like how exactly. to make your immune system stronger mm-hmm. yeah. instead of just, like, go out trying, like, to take other medicines mm-hmm. or, like, just live in fear. Yeah. yeah. It's like fear... 
uh, weaken your immune yeah, system. Yeah, exactly. I agree 100%. That's why you, like, you should never be afraid from the disease. It's funny but, you say that because the media causes a lot of fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe that also can, not only does the standard American diet cause you to be sick, mm-hmm. not only does the fact that before the this quarantine people are not active, that mm-hmm. makes you sick, but you know, now um, the media makes you scared. And so you're always in fear. Like I don't watch the news. Yeah. Like I tell my parents, yeah. please stop watching the news. Like they're Sad. kind of addicted to it. Yeah. But um, it's like, that's just nothing but fear. Like I hate watching the news. Like it's literally like someone has it all. Even if it's out on the end of the room, like you hear this person died, this person got raped, this thing's, I'm like, ah, it's like, and yeah. like you try to ignore it, but it kind of like seeps in your head. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's a good point. Hot Tim, like, you know, we as a country should be focused on being healthy and having strong yes. immune systems yeah. and yes. not being in fear. Um, but you know, the system, the system's not built that way. Yeah. Well also like, um, protecting your own energy, like what you were doing there, just protecting your own energy by not watching news yeah. all the time, having boundaries. Um, it's not just, it's not just about, you know, building your immune system up to me. It's not just about the food that you eat, vitamins and all that stuff. It's like, the mindset too the emotion you know yeah. the the your energy and uh you gotta do all that <laughs> well there's so. there's junk food for the brain too whatever yeah. you feed your brain yeah i agree and negative news and in, in media and even social media if you don't know how to use it right is like junk food for your brain mm-hmm. so they say like you are what you eat and that's not just food is like what information you are getting yeah it so should you be yeah. are, like you are, if you all you hear is like death yeah. and scary stuff, that's who you are. You yeah. always are scared. Yeah. You always think like something mm-hmm. bad gonna happen to you. So you are what you eat. You are what you food, consume. Yeah, what you consume, like food, information, mm-hmm. media, and I believe in the power of your subconscious mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Joe Dispenza talk a lot about like the power of the subconscious mind. And he said like some stories about some some people like in other countries, uh, they have kind of like they drink poison and they said, oh, like our God going to protect us and we will not get sick even though we drink the poison. Wow. And they drink it. They don't get sick. And then like f- because he's a doctor, like this is what his research show. When you believe you are not getting sick then you will not get sick. Like it's all in your subconscious mind. Like it's not just what you put in your body, it's what you put in your mind. Mm-hmm. And I think your mind is probably more powerful. Your mind controls your body. So every time you have a thought, it releases a chemical into your body, right? And that goes into your cells and basically causes you to be sick or to be healthier or whatever. So that's why it's very, very important. Not only what you eat, but what you watch, what you read, who you hang out with, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, and what you tell yourself. Exactly. Self-talk. Yeah. I keep telling myself when, whenever I do get scared or concerned, like, I am loved, I am blessed, I am protected, I am supported, I am honored, all of that. So. Amorilus. Amorilus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, actually, like, Tony Robbins, like, I was listening to him, and he said, like, very, like, nice example. Like, uh, he said, like, uh, when we talk about something like old, what do you think? Like if you say like you think about yourself or someone like 60 years old, what picture came to your mind? Think mm. about it, guys. Yeah. 60 or 70 years old, what do you think? What picture came to your mind? Wait, when when I'm six years old? 
No, like if I say, I tell you, like someone, he's seven years old. Like, what do you think oh. about what? What picture came to your mind? Someone with white hair. White hair. White hair, kind old. of wrinkled. Well, I, I, I kind of have a bad example because my parents look so young. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're sick, the late mm. 60s. They look like they're in their 50s or 40s, you know? So that's awesome. So usually like we're going to think about it's something, a good example, but yeah. something like old, something like it feels like weak. Close to death, basically. Close to death mm. and not healthy mm-hmm. and a lot of medication. Mm-hmm. And then he show a guy. He's like bodybuilder and he's like 60 years old mm-hmm. or 70 years old. That's going to be me. And he's like in amazing shape. And then he said like, if you believe you're going to be that guy, yeah, then that's like your body going to like, you know, grow follow. To, to follow. Yeah. And if you believe like you're going to be like old, weak, mm-hmm. taking a lot of medication, then your body going to grow to be that person. Mm-hmm. So what you have the image in your mind is so powerful. Oh, I didn't know you're talking about me, what I would look like when yeah. I'm 60 or 70. Well, he just meant like just in general. general oh, okay. Like, yeah. like when this someone tells picture, you. picture, yeah. Like the picture oh. of an old guy, someone seven years old, the picture came right away to yeah. you. Not someone muscular, not someone no. healthy. It <laughs> came someone weak, you know? Yeah, white and hair. White hair. And there's a lot of people right now, like seven years old, mm-hmm. they are like very in good shape, mm-hmm. you know, like they hike every day. They, you know, hike two miles a, a day. A lot of energy. A lot of energy. So that's a false image we have in our system, you know, in our yeah. subconscious mm-hmm. mind. I agree. So you need to make sure like you clear this. And I get this example because we are talking about uh, getting sick and the flu season so if in your mind think like every season you're gonna get sick you already like make it in your mind mm-hmm. and you're gonna manifest that mm-hmm. so you have to believe like i'm healthy i'm not gonna get sick yeah i agree with you 100 percent. because ever since i went plant-based i have not gotten sick in like almost four years yeah and it's funny like there's people like oh, i'm so sick and i'm just like i'm fine you know yeah. And another thing too is, I when I was growing up, I was an old soul. You guys know what an old soul is—like mm-hmm. someone who's young, but they feel old, like they're very mature. And then someone told me, "You, you are such a young, youthful spirit." The other day, and I was like, "You know, that's funny because I grew up as an old soul, but I actually feel like my soul is younger than it was when I was young." Which is weird. You, you know, know why? I mean? Yeah. Why? Because you're following your bliss. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but like, I, I seriously, I my spirit is now youthful. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I mean, so it's funny what you said, Hatem. I went and I googled 43 year old man on the internet, and it was all these dudes that look like old, gray hair, yeah. fat, and I'm like, that doesn't look like me. <laughs> yeah. And then I googled 26 year old male, and it was like people that look like mm-hmm. me, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so like. I mean, yes, I do have young genes, but like this is important, guys. And I think this is a powerful message. Like you will become what you believe you are. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and you can make yourself younger and healthier and you can make yourself sick and old. It's up to you. The choice is yours. Right. And uh, it's weird. Like I literally feel like I'm getting younger. My soul is even younger. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm dating people like that age. I don't know. But like in order for me to date somebody that's in their you know, late twenties, early thirties, I have to be like youthful, you know, I can't be walking around like an old man, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Or I need to have energy too. trust me. These young girls have a lot of energy, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm just like, shit, 
I am 42 sometimes, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Even though I look like it. But anyways, I digress. But <laughs> but no, I think it, you made a great point, Hatem. I think it is true. You can actually make yourself younger. You can make yourself by how you mm. eat, um, staying how you active, think. how you think, right? Um, who you hang out with, yeah. like all that kind of it's stuff. It's just a yeah. belief system, yeah. Yeah. And the flu season coming and just don't think... Don't be like every winter I get sick. Yeah, like <laughs> you have to change this belief. Mm-hmm. Trust right? me, if you say that, you will get sick every yes. winter. It's yeah. don't don't listen to your own BS. And you know what that stands for? Belief system. Yeah. Right. See, it, it's everyone's listening to their own BS. Their own BS is controlling their life. And I'm not talking about bull poop. I'm talking about belief system. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so yeah, that's a great point, Hatem. And you know, I'm glad you said that because. Um, I literally feel like my uh, growing up, I was an old soul, and now I feel like I'm a youthful spirit, which is kind of it's all awesome. like in your mind, like just whatever you believe. Like you believe yeah. you are young, you're gonna start acting young. Your body you're gonna believe it's young, so like it's gonna generate like more young cells. You know, you know I always <laughs> tell myself I'm young, even That's though cool. people my age, they're like I'm getting older, I'm getting older. Don't say that. Yeah, yeah. Like never old. say that. Never yeah, say something. You know, all my friends are like that. Said. I know you know who you are, friend. Yeah, your name starts I have a with lot of e. people. If you listen to this, you're, he's like, oh, I'm getting old. I'm, I'm not a spring chicken anymore. I'm like, dude. Just stop that. You know yeah, I mean? and another friend of mine was like, um, her name's Vivian. Hi, Vivian, San Diego. Um, she was like, how do you have so much energy, Joe? Like, how, you're doing all these things, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, you know, I'm just doing the things I like to do. And I, I'm I, I'm vegan. I eat pretty good. I yeah. exercise. I meditate. and follow my bliss. And she was just like, how do you have so much energy? I, I I do feel pretty young. You're like I yeah. just told you. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. It's just like I think it's it's about like you know doing what your heart desires. It it does make you feel younger. Yeah, you know, and that's what this whole podcast is about. We want to inspire people to discover their true purpose and follow their bliss because they say when a when, they say when a man, but let's just say when a human finds their true purpose, they come alive. Right. Like yes. we want you guys to come alive. Like yeah. you, you guys can probably hear it in our voices. You can see it in our faces. Like we're we're, you know, for the most part, obviously life's not perfect. Everyone mm-hmm. has issues, but we're genuinely happy because we're we're living our truth. Like, I mean, you had pictures that just went viral on Google Maps. Like, how crazy is that? You're like, I'm just going to take a picture next. You know, boom, 50,000 views. Right. In a, in a couple of weeks or whatever. You know, that's awesome. But talking about um, staying fit uh gyms just reopened up and now you guys have been hitting up the gyms because you guys live in the same area mm-hmm. you know i kind of wish we all lived in the same area but yep. fortunately i'm here in the south bay and you one guys of these are, days yeah one of these days we'll have a huge studio with like a gym with like a chef with like a garden with like it's gonna be awesome right and uh but yeah so you guys recently went back to the gym tell mm-hmm. tell us about that i've been there three times already um for the last week what's it like now uh post uh post quarantine and all that love it yeah Yeah. well you know um obviously everyone's wearing a mask there's a lot of social distancing um you don't i don't have to wait for any equipment that's Um, a good thing we've been in a gym like once together um the bathrooms are clean i don't know like wow. I'm, I'm good the only complaint i have is like doing cardio while you have a mask on yeah. <laughs> it's like it's hard to breathe i can't even breathe with those things on yeah so, so. Uh, yeah the gym's like super clean and not many people in the gym mm-hmm. so like 
you don't need to wait for the machines yeah. like this is like the best thing like you just it before it took me like hour and a half to finish my workout now like one hour like 45 minutes i'm that's done great. You know, that's great you don't need to be. wait like that's it yeah and super clean yeah 20 uh, we go to 24 hour fitness yeah, so the one I. in pacifica mm. and i love it yeah, yeah i have a membership of 24 hour fitness too um i've had it since 1998 Whoa. So or ninety six, I believe ninety eight or ninety six. I remember, like, okay, again. I wasn't even here yet. Yeah, <laughs> you were still in the Philippines, right? Yeah. So I'm aging myself again, but I remember like this new gym that's open twenty four hours, and back then it was called twenty four hour Nautilus. What? Right? Yeah, and like I remember, like we were so fired up because I was young, like I was in my like eighteen, nineteen. I think I was eighteen when I got my membership. I don't know. It was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But me and my friends used to play basketball like at two o'clock in the morning, like just young kids with all this energy. Like we'd go to the gym at like 1 a.m. and go play basketball. Right. But I've been a member since 1998. So I pay $99 a year for all clubs. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. I want to be in that level. So I can never get rid of my 24 hour fitness membership because I'll never get that again. Like that's like pretty much $8 a month. Like if I, if I wanted a membership now, it'd be like $40 a month. Even super sport? So some super sports. Okay. That's where they kind of screwed me over. Okay. Because like I, so this happened in uh, 2005. Like I lived in Southern California and the guy was like, Hey, we have a deal right now. If you pay three years in advance, like it was something like $1,500. Um, <clears throat> and I get free personal training and then they would drop my membership down to 99 a year. I was like, really? Mm. And that, I was doing real estate at the time. So I had all this money. I'm like, gave him like 1500 bucks. No problem. And it dropped my membership. So since, since 2005, I've been paying ninety nine dollars a wow, year, that's awesome. or maybe two thousand eight. I don't know, whatever. But, but yeah. So I can't get rid of. But see, there was no super sports back then. Mm. So they started creating the super sports, and when they first started creating them, they're like, okay, you're grandfathered in, right? Now they don't let me be part of like the big brand new super sports. Like, oh no, you're just only these. I'm like, well, <laughs> that kind of sucks. Like, oh, I only no. get to pick which super sports mm. I can be a part of and there's only like two of them, right? So, mm. the good thing is I, I'm part of the one in San Jose but I can't be part of the one, the new one in Milpitas. I have to go to like the kind of old one in San Jose which is crazy. But, uh, mm. but yeah, so, uh, I, so anyways, but I built a gym in my backyard. So, I, I built the gym maybe about two months ago because I was just getting fed up. Like, I remember, so the gym opened up for like a day. <laughs> yeah, so, um, you know, I got fed up and I was like, you know what? Uh, I went to the gym. I was like all excited. I did legs. I was like, yeah, gyms are opening. Two days later, we're closing them back down again. I was like, dang it. And, uh, you know, I had been wanting to build a home gym before the quarantine and it was going to cost me about $700. Well, during the, the quarantine, the price of gym equipment skyrocketed Mm -hmm. like literally it's three dollars a pound like they broke it i broke it down to three dollars a pound like for weights and stuff so anyways i was like you know what i really didn't want to invest that much money in a gym but i said it's probably going to be a great investment Mm -hmm. and i'm so glad i did i built a a whole gym in my backyard squat rack bench pressed i got this uh squat bars i got barbells i got all the weights i got you know a hex bar like i have uh you know battle rope so 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 and then i had my new roommate move back in and literally i've been working out six days a week for the last six weeks awesome yeah and like because i'm like shoot i i spent the money i have to do it Mm -hmm. you know and that's here's another lesson to you guys out there if you want to get something done you have to 
get rid of all your excuses. Mm-hmm. If you want to get a habit that like something that's like really hard for you to do, like being consistent in the gym for me. I mean, I was consistent, but it'd be like three times a week, mm-hmm. four times a week. Now it's like, dude, I just invested two thousand over $2,000. It's in my backyard. I have to do it. Mm-hmm. So I pretty much got rid of every single excuse in the books because mm-hmm. it's, it's like two minute walk, like not even that, like in my backyard, right? So I've been working out now for six days a week for the last six weeks. And it's cool. I'm so glad my roommate moved in because we kind of like, motivate each other you know when he doesn't want to do it i push him you know and it's the best thing i ever did and um you know i'll probably go back to 24-hour fitness for like maybe certain equipment i don't have or Mm -hmm. the steam room and stuff like that um but i i mean i love it like i honestly don't really need the gym i'm not going to get rid of it because when we travel i want a gym to go to right and have all clubs Mm -hmm. but uh but yeah i built the home gym i'm super fired up i'm excited that core power yoga just opened up i know we're talking about heated yoga Mm -hmm. right like bikram and all that this is not bikram this is a dry heat but there's a there's a class called uh yoga sculpt that core power core power yoga Mm -hmm. uh which is like it's like a hit cardio yoga core abs weights in a 95 degree room like crazy for an hour so like literally it's like the most intense workout and it gives me flexibility helps me work out my core and it helps me sweat so before the before the quarantine i actually was starting to get like kind of a not a six-pack because i don't think i've ever had a six-pack i don't know if it's like my mexican genetics or what but (laughs) i was getting like a four-pack right Mm. and i was like the leanest i've ever been i had small waist now i put on like a little waist right so but but that was like what I needed to mm-hmm. help me strengthen my core, get flexible. So I'm super fired up. They just opened up. But again, I haven't been there because like, we have to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. We have to social distance. So I, I don't know what that's going to be like, but I'm pretty excited about that. I don't know. What do you guys think out there? Are you guys excited for gyms to open up? Uh, do you go to a class like that? Are you going to go with a mask? Did you build a home gym? Leave it in the comments below um but yeah i mean it's exciting i know you guys are working out together which is awesome yeah so at least you guys have each other for workout buddies like i have my roommate you know what i mean yeah we live really close to one another um i'm really excited about going back to bikram yoga vinyasa heated yoga um when i moved to san francisco it was like i'm gonna do yoga every week that was a consistent thing for me and i was doing that every week a few times a week and then you know and then lockdown happened now it's open so i'm excited to go back and by the way, like most guys are like, oh, yoga's for girls. I don't want to do that. And that's what I said before I went into core power yoga. But one of my exes invited me to go. I'm so glad she did because mm-hmm. this is not yoga. This is like, I don't know. It's insane. It's like survival pretty much. You know were you I mean? dating with, were you dating her or you, you guys were already exes? Um, something like that. Because I was going to say it was actually my girlfriend back in 2000. 15 or 13 who introduced me to vinyasa yoga yeah so So shout out to you you know who you are so we were exes but we were kind of like off and on okay okay. one of those things but anyways thank you you know who you are for introducing me to core power yoga because it's the most amazing workout and it's funny because guys will go in there thinking they're all tough like pro athletes like a former san jose sharks player goes there he's actually the the guy that does the radio and tv for them uh, a former pro soccer player goes there mm-hmm. a, a college baseball player went there and by the end they're just like they're like done they're like this is crazy you know what i mean so i'm kind of excited about that so hey guys if you're if you're a guy 
this isn't like yoga like where you're just stretching and this is like hardcore workouts called yoga scope that core power, core power yoga i'm not sponsored by them hopefully one day one day be. we will um <laughs> or try the bikram yoga which is so core power mm-hmm. is is like dry heat like sauna yeah. bikram is like steam room yeah i prefer the steam room when i go into the sauna steam room but for the bikram's a little too crazy it's a little, way too hot for me i almost died when i went there i think, I think that's why i like it because yeah. <laughs> i always want to pass out like wait no center yourself yeah i think i'm traumatized something like that right <laughs> Guys, uh, I'm excited now to try yoga. I never yeah, tried yoga. Yeah, there we so, go. Should. Next time we go together. Yeah. Yeah. Try both of them. Try Core Power with yeah. me and then try the Bikram Matur and see which one you like better. Yeah, you, you could know? do um, a seven-day pass yeah. if they oh, still okay. have it. Core Power. Core, core Power has a seven-day pass too. I so love Core Power actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, yes, we should all go one time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's yeah, do it. Let's see because you Core Power. Record. Yeah. Like, here we are. Okay. So make a video and then hopefully they give us all free memberships. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. That would be so core power is cool because they do have the yoga Mm -hmm. it's called uh core power that's like just stretching yeah then they have uh basically a stretching class Mm. and then they have the yoga sculpt the sculpt is like hit cardio it's like you're doing like weights right yeah it's like weights weights Mm -hmm. and and everything it's like all the exercises in one yeah well they also have candlelight if you've ever been in candlelight session it's more chill it's more relaxing it's just like nothing too intense like yeah. <laughs> with the sculpting yeah. with the weights and stuff like that it's more chill so it's like at the end of the day which class you guys recommend as someone like first time first trying time? yoga yeah I, st- I still recommend sculpt yoga sculpt even though it's probably going to be the most intense workout mm-hmm. you've ever done yeah because you could pace yourself yeah like don't try to be a hero because you'll kill yourself. <laughs> you try know to right? catch yeah. up. Just go slow. Don't probably don't use weights the first time. Mm. Yeah. Build up yeah. and uh, and uh, we'll take you, Hatem. Don't yeah. worry, you'll be safe. Yeah, right? do it. I'm probably <laughs> gonna I'm probably gonna die. I haven't done that in like in six months. Yeah. Like I had. So this was crazy. This is how much you get addicted to it too. By the way, mm. I got addicted. I did a hundred classes in my first year. I didn't even wow. realize it. Like that's oh, pretty much good. like three a week, mm-hmm. you know? And I remember, um, so I got an email. It says, Hey, you're at 96 classes for the year. And I was like, Oh shoot. And I had seven days left. Wow. So I literally went like almost every single day and I got my hundred classes in. And my goal for 2020 was 150. And then wow. everything happened, mm. right? So 150 is like almost you go and uh, almost every day, day right? Wow. Yeah. Well, there's 360, so it's like basically every other day. Wait, every other day. Yeah. yeah. So your goal for this year was to do yoga. 150 yoga scope classes. My, wow. that's so funny. We're yeah. so alike. Like yeah, my my goal when I moved to San Francisco was to do yoga like at least three times a week. It's not well, funny. It's alignment. Oh yeah. You're yeah. Right. There you go. Right. <laughs> <It's> so ironic. <laughs> and then hot him with so his cool. viral picture, right? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, well, we're all excited. We're all back into fitness again. I got yep. my home gym. They're going back to the gyms. We're all plant based. I know Hatim's kind of converting a little bit. We're converting them, um, and uh, and yeah. So I mean, the last thing we want to talk about, I guess, is the vision for this podcast. You know, when uh, when the when the idea popped into my head uh, back in I think it was May, um, and I decided to make I made the decision because all it takes is a decision. They say the most powerful force in the universe is a made-up mind. Have you ever met somebody who literally has made up their mind and they're not changing? There's yes. n- there's no stopping them. Yeah. Yes. Does that make sense? It's rare. It, yeah, it's rare, mm-hmm. right? So I made up my mind. I said, I'm going to do a 180-degree a career shift, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this podcast, right? And uh, 
and uh, pretty much, you know, I had this vision and, you know, I learned a lot of business principles in my life and I said, I'm going to apply everything I've learned about success and, and, and about the law of attraction and about the universe and I'm going to apply it to this and cast a big vision. So after I, I made the decision and I started casting the vision, it's like, bam, everything started happening. So then I called Joe. It was the first phone call, right? And uh, and she was all about it. And then we hit up Des, right? And on Zoom, right? Des was all about it. And then I'm on Instagram and I see Hot Tim making videos and I'm like, wait a minute, what the heck? And I sent him a DM and he's like all about it. Mm-hmm. And, and here we are, right? We went from one camera, not the best table, not the best angles, but excitement and passion and purpose. And, you know, our goal is to eventually have, you know, maybe get up to three podcasts a week. Mm-hmm. Um, our goal is to be the number one podcast in the world. Our goal is to inspire people to find their purpose. We want to, ha- we're going to have a state of the art bliss seekers compound where it's going to be the studio, kind of like Joe Rogan, right? It's going to be the studio. It's going to be a full gym. It's going to be a kitchen with the chef, obviously plant-based chef. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, we're going to have like a, a great outdoor space. Maybe it'll be close to nature, like the best equipment. Like we're, we're going to be worldwide, like known. And we're also going to be a nomadic podcast where we're going to travel. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be a tourist in your own state because that's that's where Joe's uh, genius came from. Right. So we're going to make videos and that's where Hatim comes in. And, you know, Hatim wants to. Do, I mean, I'll let you guys share what you want to do as well. Um but we're going to eventually be traveling and we're going to travel and we're going to podcast our experience. We're going to talk about, so we'll be in Zion national park. We'll have this great experience. We'll bring this equipment with us and we'll record a little podcast about our experience mm-hmm. that day. If it's possible, right? If not, we'll, but, uh, but you know, I see us as having at least 250 million subscribers. You know, I want the bliss seekers to sign a billion dollar deal. You know, Joe Rogan just signed a hundred million. I want to be at least 10 times bigger than Joe Rogan. So I can't wait the day that the Bliss Seekers are inking that contract for maybe, I don't know, let's say $4 billion, right? And, you know, we just signed a $4 billion deal um, with a huge company, or maybe we create the company. Who, 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 who's talking about signing with people, right? Yeah. We, we're, we're, we are our own company, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, this is going to be a company, and, and I'm just fired up, and I'm very, I'm very happy and grateful that you guys are bought into the vision, and, and you guys are on the, on the, on the mission with, with us and with me because... I don't see this as I'm the boss or I, this is my thing. I see it. This is our thing. Like the, I want this to be a springboard for like, cause I was talking to Dion today and Dion Renee, yeah, Hello. Dion Renee our graphic designer out in mm-hmm. Jersey from Philly, from not Philly, from uh, uh, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Harrisburg. But we're talking because she remembers in Living Color. I don't know if you guys remember Living Color, but it was. I like, know what it's about. But I okay. never watched it. So in, in Living Color was a comedy show that had Jim Carrey, Jennifer Lopez was a dancer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Wayans brothers, like all these people that became super famous mm-hmm. actors. They were, they were just like nobodies on the show, right? Mm-hmm. But they were super talented and they were all creative. And that show was like their start to be big. Like obviously we all know J-Lo, mm-hmm. right? She was a dancer on mm-hmm. the show, like a fly girl, right? Yeah. We all know Jim Carrey. He was my favorite actor in the 90s growing up, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, Tommy Davidson, all these people just became huge mm-hmm. from this. So I, I see this as the springboard for all of us mm-hmm. to to just 
this is where we're going to become known and, and, and famous and learn. And we're not doing this. I'm not doing this to be famous, at least. I'm doing I'm this not. to inspire. Mm-hmm. But that's just going to be a byproduct of it, right? And, you know, uh, and I see you, your photography exploding from this. Mm-hmm. I see your documentaries exploding from this. And whoever's part of this, the Bliss Nation, the Bliss Seekers, this is going to be your springboard. We're going to create a family. We're going to create a movement. Uh, we're going to be the number one podcast in the world. And, and that's kind of my vision. Um, I know you have photography and other things. So why don't you talk real briefly, Joe, about what you want to do. And then we'll, we'll talk with you, Hatem, and then we'll close it out real quick. Well, I... Um Philanthropy work yes. is definitely a big thing for me. Um, you know, I've been what I've been thinking about lately is like I just want to help people. Like I want to obviously support myself, support my family, support my relatives in the Philippines, and help other people all over the world. I want that power. That's the type of power I want. And uh, I don't care about the fame, yeah. obviously, but uh, I just want to be able to help people all over the world in any way I can. You know, yeah. that's pretty much my biggest vision being in this uh, podcast. So a huge philanthropist. And yeah. by the way, Mr. Beast is the one that's paving the way for, for content creators to be viral philanthropists. Mm-hmm. All he does is give money away. And that's another thing that the Bliss Seekers want to do. We want to be viral philanthropists. We want to yeah. help people. We're going to start with our own family and friends. And then eventually we're going to help others in need in other countries, right? Yeah. Uh, and also, like, I, I have... I realize I do have things and I'm pretty fortunate in my living situation, all that. And like, uh, you know, it makes me think about other people who are less fortunate. Mm -hmm. You know, I just want to be able to help them. And also with photography, uh, one of my biggest plans is to have an art show. And uh, most of the benefits will go to some kind of charity or something like that. That's awesome. Maybe I'll start my own foundation. Yeah, Yeah, there you go. Um, and you're definitely very compassionate and I'm, I'm, I'm happy that you're, uh, you know, my partner in crime here because that's one thing that I need to work on is having compassion. You are compassionate, Isaac. <laughs> uh, I need to get a lot better. I've heard that I'm not compassionate, but Hatim, <laughs> I know you have a big vision as well and a big dream, uh, and tell us about that. So my dream or my goal, like is Amori Luz. Amori Luz. Amori Luz. Yeah. So love and light. And I had like experience different dimensions. Yeah. And I know like I want to be like just love and light in this dimension. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm going to take with me. So mm-hmm. um, doesn't matter like how I'm going to re- achieve that. So the podcast is going to be part of it. Like we are inspiring. We are helping. We are being like the love and light mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. And also like my passion for like photography and like making documentaries so i'm gonna be making a lot of documentaries and like isaac i see like recently you're watching a lot of documentaries like and you see like the value of the documentary like it's just amazing like Mm eye-opening yeah and i want to be part of that making like really like amazing documentaries yeah you know you said it best actually i never realized that and you make me realize a lot of things but documentaries are powerful yeah like they help (laughs) people wake up yeah you know like i mean what the health is probably the main reason i went plant-based veducated remember that veducated Mm -hmm. uh cowspiracy i can't even watch the ones that show animal cruelty you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and then the new documentary kiss the ground Mm -hmm. with woody harrelson that was eye-opening because eventually another part of the vision is we have our own self-sustaining city 
it's a plant-based city where we have the type of farming that they talk about in kiss the ground that helps stop climate change and save the world and you know um but you're right hatim like documentaries wake people up yeah so like the goal is just love and light and then there's so many ways to achieve that like yeah. separate love and light there's so yeah. many ways and maybe right now we don't know exactly what we want to be doing like we have the goal the vision but like there's so many ways to help mm-hmm, I agree. so many ways you know like to like be light yeah and you know we're taking action that's what we're doing yeah. and like you yeah. know like dion was talking to me about a business plan she's like do you have a business plan i'm like no <laughs> honestly dion i just got started <laughs> i'm like yeah. everything will fit will you know fall into place but yes. maybe it's going to be amori loose productions Ooh. or love and light productions yes that, lo- lo- oh my yeah. gosh yeah so that could be beautiful. like non-profit organization yeah maybe you're gonna be doing like as you said like just our own farms or like yeah. community mm-hmm. our own like ayahuasca retreat centers <laughs> yeah. and so a lot of things just like the main goal like love and light yeah love and light mm-hmm. love and light or amorilus if you speak spanish well guys i honestly think this was an amazing podcast me too you know in the beginning yes. we we're like oh what do we talk about i said let's just have a conversation <laughs> we took some notes and we're like, oh, the next thing you know, two hours later, mm-hmm. <laughs> here we are. But um, uh, thank you guys so much for tuning into the podcast. Uh, anything you guys want to leave leave the, um, the audience with before we go? Um, I just want to say that, you know, I'm honestly really grateful that we, you reach out to me. <laughs> I was, uh, you know, when I was in my room, I was just like thinking there has to be better than this. <laughs> really? I was like, you know, I manifested you to reach out to me with with the vision yeah because when you told me about the vision i was like uh yes wow you know all i can think was like yes this is this is the one like i'm and we've been consistent ever since yeah and i'm really grateful for you know all the support from everyone so far um at the end of the day i just want to help people and you know that's what we're doing inspiring people helping people and we will find creative ways and uh uh, being consistent if you guys are like you know like on the fence on, about a lot of things you just have to listen to yourself like is this the right move is this what you want to do really listen to yourself so yeah because you cannot fail in your purpose exactly Hatim, any last parting thoughts yeah just uh, you know i have the experience to leave my body and be like in different <laughs> dimension <laughs> uh, me too yeah i was like laughing at my human experience and when i told you the story and then you asked me i was thinking like i'm not coming back to this you know dimension i'm gone (laughs) and then you asked me like why did you come back and i told you we are not done i'm not done exactly so i came here for a purpose and i want to be just the light which like if you are the light in this dimension, you're going to take it with you to the other dimension. Wow, that's After awesome. you die, like you're going to take the light with you. Wow. So. That's awesome, guys. So, um, yeah, uh, you know, I don't think uh, it could end on a better note. And, um, you know, like, like I said, like we have a big vision. We have a big purpose. And what Hatim was talking about was we both had out-of-body experiences. And I asked him, I said, if it was so awesome, why did we come back? And then he just, something came to me, said, because we're not done yet. And I was like, oh, okay. So we're not done yet, guys. This is just the beginning. We're just getting started. This will be the number one podcast in the world. And again, thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, 
Follow your bliss. Amorelus. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Our goal, as always, is to become the number one podcast in the world. And uh, make sure to subscribe if you haven't done so already. And make sure you share this with three of your friends. And if you like our song, our intro song, please check out my good friend, uh, Maroni Silva's band, A Dead Desire, on YouTube. That song is called The Mantra. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you guys on the next one. And as always, follow your bliss. <laughs>